Hello and welcome to Ad Creeps, the show where we dissect and correct the TV ads that raised us, phased us, and amazed us. My name is Alan. I'm here with my best friend, Dee. I am here. I am here. I am here. I am here. You are here. You are here. You're that's here. My, that's my little song. It was great. I loved it. Oh, thank you. Beautiful. <laughs> Next time I'll do a little dance for you too. Okay. But not now. Well. I'm ready for business. I look forward to if you're ready for business, we can dive right in. I'm ready for business, baby. Okay. As I often do, I want to start with a question. Okie dokie. Do you trust me? Um, <laughs> like in a sense from Aladdin from Aladdin? <laughs> from the Disney? Is that where you were going for? No, but yes. Do you trust me? Do you trust me? What other... What? Tell me, princess. <laughs> Wow. If you're on a magic carpet and you reached up to me and I'm on my little balcony yeah. with my tiger, my pet tiger, in my little <laughs> tube top, and you reached a hand and you say, do you trust me? Do you me? trust me? I'd be like, no, go away. <laughs> and then the tiger would eat me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, sometimes. Okay. Yeah. Do you trust me just for a moment okay. to yes. take you somewhere? Yeah. We, let's do it. Okay. And Yes, and. <laughs> Look, close your eyes. Closed. You feel a nauseating shift no. in your stomach. Open. Eyes open. As you are... <laughs> Eyes are open. As you are pulled through time and space. <laughs> the ground under your feet feels spongy, like the sphagnum of an alpine bog, but it's warm here. This is what happened when we went to my friend's house and our friend's house, and I smoked a weed that was too strong. <laughs> And so I had to sit, sit on the floor. Yeah. And this is what happened, actually. <laughs> Look, I was having a rough day. You were. You were. <laughs> so you I deserved said, it. one weed, please. And our friend gave us one weed. And I, as if, I, I forgot that weed is different strengths. Yes. Very much so. <laughs> and the stuff I buy isn't necessarily the stuff everyone buys. So I got sent into space. Yeah. Much like where we're going right now. Exactly. Yeah. So it's not sweltering. It's it's not hot, but it's just warm enough to be a little uncomfortable all Ugh. of the time. Oh, I hate it. A warm red light inundates your vision through your closed eyelids. Oh, am I in an incubator? No. Am I in an egg? No. Oh, I wanted to be in an egg. As you open your eyes, you see a chamber made of soft pink flesh. Ooh, I am in an egg. No, you're not. Okay. Bright electrical pulses zipping across the rippled tissue like the dance floor of a Berlin nightclub. Though it seems like it should be a large, cavernous place, there are hastily erected walls separating off sections in some semblance of order. Am I in an aorta? No. Am I inside a body? Yeah. Are we interspacing this? Yeah. Motherfucker? Yeah. Am I Dennis Quaid? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> The doors are often bulging out as if barely containing their load. You, oh, come that, on that, now. That was not meant to... Am I in the balls? It smells a little bit like artificial grape with a tang of iron. What could it, it be? It's bad in here. What? what What? part of our inside smell like artificial grape and how do people know this? We've talked about it on this podcast before. Have we? Yeah. I... All I'm, I'm just anus. It's just all anus here. You walk down the hallway until yeah. you reach a door labeled The Gamer Zone. <laughs> mm. 
I do want that in neon above my bedroom <laughs> door. <laughs> Gently, you press open the door made of lazily cut particle board, and it scratches the pads of your fingers as you swing it in to reveal a small room with walls covered in screens. Flat screen televisions, TV VCR combos, old chunky white CRT monitors from mm. school computer labs, and even some as small as an original Game Boy Color. Mm. The images flashing bright as God across the many screens dazzle you, overwhelm you, until suddenly you can take no more and you transcend the space, emerging out of the flesh cocoon <laughs> into the fresh white light of reality. Are we, did we get matrixed? Well, <laughs> I'm not in an egg. I've just decided I'm not in an it egg. It wasn't an egg. No. Did you play a lot of video games as a kid? Uh, no, we didn't have a video game console mm. growing up. Mm. We weren't, I don't know if we weren't allowed or I just think my parents didn't want to buy one. But I started playing probably in like... Uh, university? Yeah. Get one of those Pokemon, Pokemon. Emula emulators on my computer. Nice. Well, I'll tell you where you were. Where were we? In your head? You were in my brain. Oh, no. You were up in my brain. <laughs> That's what's in my brain. Gross. Screams? Yeah, that checks out. It's <laughs> artificial grape. <laughs> this is my baby brain smell. Yeah, that's what, well, baby. That's what all brains smell like. But, but you don't have thinner, a baby so you, brain. Well, no, all brains smell like that, but you can smell it with babies because their skulls thinner. I want to smell a brain so bad now. Do you think just human brains smell like that, or do you think all brains smell like that? That's a great question. I don't know. Because, like, when I go to the really good Mexican places and they have pork brain on the menu... Mm -hmm. It doesn't smell Well, I think like... it's different when it's cooked as well, right? Oh, like yeah. If you cook the human brain, to... it probably smell different. I'm going to have to ask them to go in the back and sniff their brains. <laughs> I'm going to have to go ask them if I can go in the back and sniff their brains. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I feel like a lot of the accessible memories I have of childhood are tied in with video games. Oh, really? Yeah. Visual memories of specific loading screens and design elements that still float unidentifiable in the miasma of my mind to this day but also emotional memories. Oh. Pride at completing a tricky puzzle in The Incredible Machine. Frustration oh. at losing an entire day's progress in Spyro the Dragon because I forgot to save, which happened on multiple occasions. Oh, no. Rage as a friend pulled the plug on Mario <gasps> Party because they were losing and couldn't take it. When was that? How old were That you? happened a lot. <laughs> in university and it was well. always the same person. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Roast him. And even some light, horny confusion brought on by Willie Beamish's bathing sister and the bromides in Lunar Silver Star Story and Lunar 2 Eternal Blue. No one has ever heard of that video game ever. Someone will. Oh my god. It's a it's a, a, a Japanese RPG and in it you can get these like, um, they're called bromides, but they're basically like photographs of like the in the first one, just the female characters in like scintillating poses. Damn. But in the second one you could get cutscenes from the women and the men at like a bath. Like a hot spring. Damn. And I didn't, and never played the game, but my brothers got it. <gasps> and I would sort of like Did watch surreptitiously. Did your dad and mom know about this? Probably not. Oh. <laughs> I would watch surreptitiously, <laughs> hoping that they would stumble across one of these. <laughs> like a little pervert freak. <laughs> we were a little yeah. little freaks, huh? But also, vitally, the feeling of failure which in some cases transcended the simple objective of the video game and extended to reflect the things I struggled with in real life, like social interactions and the ability to connect with others. Oh, this is therapy. Well, we're here. <laughs> <laughs> here is something that I need you to know about me. 
Okay. Do I already know it about you, probably? No. Oh. <gasps> Dish. Growing up, my parents often compared me to Elmira, the little redheaded girl from I... the Animaniacs. Oh, my God. Okay. P- the the one that killed the animals. She loved animals so much that she nearly killed them on most occasions. Did you also do this? I was very much... I wanted the love from the animal. Yeah. With this context, some of the stories I've told on the podcast may slide into sharper focus. <laughs> yeah, man. My Sisyphusian Tamagotchi crimes, the deep and unsettling woe brought on by the tale of the Velveteen Rabbit. <laughs> oh, yeah. I could genuinely bring myself to tears by thinking about a stuffed animal being thrown away or damaged. Oh, as a child. Bloody. As a child. Okay, okay we're good. Because of the tea. Um, <laughs> I had, by all accounts, far too many stuffed animals, so many that most of them lived in large Rubbermaid tubs in the basement, a fact I regularly felt bad about. Because they were... Who but, wants to be in a tub? Who wants to be in a tub? In the basement. You personified your animals. So much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't... I'm trying to remember. I don't have a great memory of anything, but I don't think... I know my sibling yeah. would cared very much about their um little guy we call them the guys yeah guys and especially about elmo reagan had a little elmo and would <laughs> reagan must be furious with larry david right now <laughs> oh, yeah. don't hurt don't hurt elmo don't tell elmo how much don't trauma dump on elmo <laughs> but elmo was kept in um captivity well, yeah in a little tupperware <laughs> i think it like like I, not to get dirty, but Elmo was filthy. Like, oh, yeah. Elmo yeah, yeah, was yeah. a shell of an Elmo. Understandable. You know when, when, when you change a, a, a stuffed animal by loving it too much? Yes. And so all the fluff leaves it? I did a lot of that. Yeah, that's what the Elmo was like. I When I was a kid, when I was like preschool grade one, two maybe, yeah. I had um, this stuffed animal that was like a, this like really nice, it wasn't fluffy, yeah. it had this like, like kind of nylon-y fabric, and I um, chewed the ear constantly, mm. so much so that my mom got a second one so that ah. she could give that to me while the first one was in the wash. This is, this is the best tri- trick. My niece has three Oreos, Oreo is a little orca whale, yeah. has three of them. So they can rotate. The parents can rotate. <laughs> Unfortunately, I did discover did that you? there were two of them. And I don't remember if I was upset, but I do remember being like, I will take both of those. Please and thank you. Now I have two. <laughs> that would be very good. I actually have my, this is mine. This is Aww. my little guy. This is, I have a little pound puppy. It's perfect. It's perfect. Like, it looks like the tag's kind of gone, but it does not look like it's been loved on very much. No. But this is, this is Howie. Howie. Because I loved Harry and the Hendersons. That's very cute. So I loved Howie. Um, but it, it's really in good shape. I must have been, a, I must have not been into like doing things with toys. Yeah. And then we have our producers. You want to see his? Please. He's got a little sweater. Oh, he's I, so I forget cute. The, I forget the dog's Now name. he has been loved and changed. He has been loved and changed. He has cataracts. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, the fluff is, needs some, the little tail is kind of. But when I look at mine, I'm like, what What did I do? This was my favorite toy. It, didn't, it looks like it hasn't been touched. <laughs> looks like it hasn't been touched. Well, let's not interrogate that at all. Oh, that's weird, huh? <laughs> so one of the first games that really captured my love for creatures and a desire to connect with them yeah. was PF Magic's 1995 series, Pets. Oh, yeah. Which I think we have talked about. Pets with the, the ones with the big eyes? Yeah. Yeah, we were, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Two separate games, cats and dogs, understand yeah. they have a Z. Yeah. 
uh, allowed the player to adopt various breeds of either animal and play with them, providing toys, treats, food, water, and of course outfits in various settings like living room, backyard, and beach. This was a really big genre in the 90s. People yes. don't understand where it's like, it was like Tamagotchi before your computer. It really was. I ne- I mean, we never, I never had one. I did. Of course you did. <laughs> but like, how much could you sit there and gameplay with it? Well, you, because you would like try to get them to be interested in toys or feed them or like the more that you played with them you would develop a relationship oh okay like the furbies yes okay i got it i got it i got it the virtual pets could mate and create mixed breed offspring and needed to be cared for or they would run away you could breed them yeah (laughs) did it (laughs) i'm gonna keep asking questions that's fine could it does it appear on the screen like if you breeded like a white cat with a black cat How'd, but like do they fuck no you don't see them fuck well that's what I'm asking <laughs> you they... might see them play oh and by oh okay 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 yeah and if they play a lot well as ipso flipso <laughs> I mean that's what adults do that's what that's how you do it if you play hard enough and long enough something's gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> and so it is with pets <laughs> Pets was developed by Rob Fulop, previously famous for the controversial video game Night Trap. <gasps> what? Yeah. Did you not know this? I didn't know that Night Trap guy created pets. Yeah. That's buck wild. I, <laughs> I just transcended. That's a crime. It is a crime. You, we should talk about what Night Trap was. I will. I okay, good, 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 good. So Night Trap was a 1992 interactive full motion video game. Fuck, it's so good. Which featured the player observing teen girls at a sleepover who yeah. were unbeknownst to them being menaced by vampires. Yeah, they were kind of vampire fire things. They were called augers. Auger, yeah. yeah they were like weird. creatures that would suck the blood. Yeah, but they were very, they were guys in they're guys, yeah. masks. Like. <laughs> As a remote observer through live surveillance footage, the player can trigger traps to protect the girls while also eavesdropping on their conversations and interactions. Yeah, it was like whole stories in each room. Yeah, absolutely. This is very like, if you don't know what the gameplay is like, think of like Five Nights at Freddy, where you're going through all the videos, but instead of looking at creepy animatronics, it's teen girls talking about things. And it's full motion videos. Yeah, it's actually actually human actors. Yeah. It may not surprise anyone to learn that the Wikipedia page for Night Trap features the subheading United States Congressional Hearings. Yeah, man, they were in, they, (laughs) they fucking... I'm so obsessed with this video game because of how deep of a turn it went into politics. Yeah, it was wild. Uh, If you've never watched a playthrough, I highly recommend it, folks. It's It's, really good to watch. Or bad to watch. I don't know. (laughs) It's not as as insidious. Like, it's not... No. It's not, like, girls aren't... Teen girls are like their boobs don't. They're pop not breasting boobily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the game was scrutinized for quote gratuitous violence and sexual aggression against women. Yeah. While the makers of the game maintained that the story of Night Trap is about protecting teen girls from vampires or augers, albeit through the medium of voyeurism. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not a great game. <laughs> I'm not going to defend it, but the kind of fever that kind yeah. Of... I mean, the game was pulled from the shelves. But they still proudly featured the gore splash victory screens of Mortal Kombat. Yeah. So it was very much that thing of like, oh, you care about something that you perceive as being a danger to women, even though that's not really what it's about. Yeah. As opposed to just like blatant violence. And a lot of it is, so again, I just been, I, this is something that I am hyper fixated on. It's a bugbear. It's a bugbear. One of the things is when you go to one of the rooms, 
there are like traps in each room mm. so you can get the girls to like flip the traps when one of the bad guys come yeah or you can flip the trap too it's just it's weird it's, it's such an so interesting and creative like format the video 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 games there weren't there aren't many of them but all of them are whack they're all just the most <laughs> The genre is generally referred to as FMV for full motion video. So if you're interested, I would suggest searching FMV video games. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Fulop's stated intention in moving on to make the Pets series, Pets, Pets series, (laughs) was to make a game, quote, so cute and so adorable that no one could ever, ever say it was bad for kids and claimed to have consulted a mall Santa in order to understand what it was the kids wanted. Oh, no. Not good. (laughs) Don't talk to that man. Jessica Famolaro interviewed Fulop for a Mary Sue article about the pet subculture in 2015. The pets subculture? Oh, yes. What? We'll speak on it. Oh! <laughs> Is this like, what's the other one? Um, Neopets. Yeah, in kind some of? ways, kind of. Do they, do? are they same circles? They're so, I would say the pets evolved into okay. Neopets. Okay. So Philip explained that people really felt like their virtual pet was real. It wasn't a make-believe puppy. It was a real puppy who happened to live on their computer screen. And it actually was real. We modeled the inner workings of the pets on a short list of constantly recurring needs. Hunger, attention, sleep. Mm. Yep. Also, fuck. Yeah. That's the fourth need. That's the fourth. They don't like to talk about that one. They... If you ask a mall Santa... <laughs> That's the four... Actually, they had to edit it down <laughs> from what the mall Santa gave, actually. Because <laughs> the mall Santa is like, number one, fuck. <laughs> yeah. So he also shared the story of an email he received from a 23-year-old woman who had kept her virtual dog alive for 15 years. What? Put it down. And it re- has cancer now. And refused to upgrade to Windows XP <gasps> because it didn't support the original version of dogs in which her pet lived. That's a mental illness. <laughs> I can't say that. As someone with mental illness, that's a mental illness. Wow. (laughs) Hot takes. Hot takes. It's not a hot take. This is an episode about mental illness. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, you're going to eat those words. This is the podcast about mental illness. (laughs) True. (laughs) It is, yeah. yeah. Boy, oh boy. Certainly, I never had a bad experience playing cats or dogs. Yeah. It actually introduced me to the concept of internet communities for the first time. Oh. As other fans of the series began modding their own cat and dog breeds, toys, and clothing. You can mod? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. This is my first introduction to modding. Oh, wow. Online web rings for virtual kennel clubs maintained... Virtual kennel clubs. Maintained breed standards. What? And held prestigious shows that followed strict guidelines. You upload a picture yeah. of your... Okay. You pose them in the different standards. Standard poses. Oh my god. This is incredible. I love this. Yeah. Modding pets was easy because you could do it simply by editing the notepad files to alter the hexadecimal codes that informed the color and shape of the animal. Oh my god. Giving these specially modded breeds the name Hexies. Oh, that's cute. It is. So it, you couldn't like make things, features, you couldn't change features of you the dog. You could make eyes bigger. You oh, you could. Certain, like, because there's a hexadecimal code that, you know, affects every aspect of how it okay, looks. Okay, okay. They are designed in those hexadecimal got codes. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. So it's not just fur color. No, not. Okay. But that, that was a lot of what people did. But they also made them look like... I want to look this up. You know those pets that are like 
the the um, groomer has made them look like a dragon or whatever. Oh, a lot of that shit going. I on. love those. There is a guy. And he's fantastic, and he makes dogs look like you know those Twizzler marshmallows. Yeah, ma- he makes those dogs look like that, and it's fantastic. I want to squish it. I love that. I know. <laughs> I want to see, in your sources, are there pictures of these? Um, I will show you. I okay, show I want to show you. I can you take you to some pictures. Can you show me some pictures? <laughs> <laughs> I, I downloaded a lot of hexes because I was always wanting to see what other people in the community were creating. Yeah. The game provided both a virtual pet and a digital community if you chose to partake in it, and one that was largely populated by women and young girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dogs and cats in the world of pets represent something called a believable agent. What? In a 1997 doctoral thesis for Carnegie Mellon University... (laughs) Oh, we're here now. A. Brian Loyal describes the believable agent as, quote, a combination of autonomous agents and believable characters from the traditional character-based arts, such as animation, film, or literature. What sets the late 90s concept of the believable agent apart from our modern incarnations of AI is that, crucially, the believable agent didn't need to be realistic or intelligent. It simply needed to be believable. Okay, so they're saying, like... this has the illusion of agency, but, yes. but and people can uh, 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 personify that in the in the video game, but it really isn't. Yeah, all. it's just okay. following a list of prompts, which yeah. is, I mean, technically also what modern AI, AI does, does. But but yeah, it's like okay, it, the animal has instructions to see something new, be interested in yeah. that, sniff around it, like yeah, if this, then this. Exactly, a lot of that kind of stuff. Got it. Loyala lists the criteria for a believable agent as a series of elements that make the character easy to interact with in a believable way. So these are things like personality, emotion, self-motivation, yeah. social relationships, consistency, Got it. and illusion of life, which has a bunch of subheads. <laughs> That's weird. As an example of how this technology could be applied, and I need you to know when I say this. One, this is not a bit. What? Okay. Two, this is not a long-running episode, season theme. Okay. Three, I just stumbled across this in something I already knew I needed to use. Okay. As an example of how this technology could be applied, Loyola writes in his introduction, imagine not just watching, but being able to interact with your favorite character from the arts. You might choose to walk in to Rick's Cafe American from Casablanca and invite Rick to join you for a drink, knowing all along that he might refuse, but enjoying the interaction all the same. Why are these people obsessed with Rick? And they say that a hero can say us. I'm not going to stand here at Rick's Cafe. Why are they obsessed with him? Oh, my God. He was not a good person. Yeah, he's not a great... By the metrics of the movie's own morality. <laughs> but it's so romantic. So the AI that lets you fuck Rick from Casablanca. I think we've really I mean, gotten off hold course. On, wait, wait, back up. I mean, I would. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We've gotten off course in the past decade. I this is what we should be focusing on. Every podcast that we do <laughs> should have Rick from Casablanca. Yeah, somehow. I want to get Rick pilled. I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want that. No, no, no. A 1998 article in AI Magazine by Clark Elliott and Jacek Brzezinski goes more in-depth about how the pets fulfill the requirements of believable autonomous agents. Pets' graphic behaviors mimic those simple behaviors we expect of real pets. Dogs, for example, wag their tails, have perky ears, and expressive eyes. They have nose that follow scents. They have spots in which they like to be petted and have tongues that can be used to express being tired, excited, thirsty, and hungry. Do the pets, do Mm -hmm. the dogs, do they... um scoot their butthole over the carpet for attention yes do they really i I feel i remember this 
because that is one weird thing that dogs do that I did not know about. <laughs> uh, so they go on to say, pets have persistent personalities, but these can change over time if, for example, a pet is not fed appropriately. Additionally, users can modify the behavior of their pets by squirting them with a virtual <gasps> spray bottle. So you can be, you could you create could be, a monster. You could be mean to the dog. Oh, I don't like that. I, I don't either. I don't either. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like that. Can you tell the dog no? Like, can yeah, you train the dog? Yes. You, you can get them to the do dog. tricks and stuff. Okay. Okay. And if they do bad, you squirt them with a squirt? Yeah. Oh, boy. Now, I never had trouble connecting to my pets. They were always ready to play cute and curious and interested in what my cursor was doing. Yeah. But there was one believable agent in my young life whose friendship eluded me in a way I found deeply affecting. <laughs> oh, no. So it's not about, it's not pets. No. We're somewhere else. His name. Whomst. Was Finfin. Finn Finn. Who's Finfin? Finn? Oh, no. I first met him around Christmas 1997. I would have been a, around age 10. This American press release from Fujitsu Interactive came out March 31st, 1997. Turn on your PCs, kids. <gasps> Finfin's coming in for a landing. Half dolphin, half bird. Oh, Finfin. no. This is a recipe. Finfin is the star of Finfin on Teo, the magic planet. Finfin is the world's first commercially available computer-generated believable agent incorporating artificial life technology. As a believable agent, Finfin, astonishingly, is capable of feeling emotion, learning, and developing a relationship with children. It can't feel emotion. Kids as young as four years old can walk up to the computer and start talking to the little critter, watching him fly and eat and respond to them. Over time, the child and her cyber pet can actually become friends. Thus, Finfin entertains and at the same time teaches positive social interaction skills. With Finfin, we've created an entirely new kind of entertainment experience for children, especially for girls, says Yoshi Matsumoto, senior vice president of Fujitsu Interactive. We've taken interaction to the next level with a seemingly alive creature who actually feels and responds to emotion. We think that learning to care for a virtual friend will help children come to understand in a completely new, interesting, and fun way how their behavior can affect other beings. Let me too long to read yes. this. This man is saying, hey, you got that weird kid? Yeah. Hey, you got a weird kid who... Doesn't make friends real well. Here's a dolphin bird. <laughs> Your kid will be just fine. Except that for me, it only made social interactions feel more obscured and confusing. Because <laughs> they're, they're not dolphins, because you're not talking to a dolphin. You only know how to be cordial to dolphin birds. <laughs> and so when it comes to humans, it really freaks you out. Sadly, that's not the case. <laughs> I got Fin Fin for Christmas. Yeah. It was played on PC, and it came with a microphone that allowed you to speak to Fin Fin. Oh, I was wondering. And you could also record up to six custom sounds that could be assigned and replayed by the numbers on your keyboard. Okay. From the moment I unwrapped it, all I wanted in the whole world was to befriend this strange turquoise creature. How old were you? Ten. But oh. in a way that seems to have mirrored so many of my adult experiences, oh. he simply wasn't really into my vibe. Oh, my God. moment in Al's life. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean he wasn't into your vibe? You weren't friends with him? Yeah. You we just were... couldn't break through. No. You were interested in two different things. Yeah. Can you explain I'm... like, okay, I'm so, I am, I am, I'm in your brain. <laughs> you're, in my, you're in there. I'm in there. I put you in there. And at first I'm like, oh, I don't know about this. <laughs> and now I'm like, oh, I gotta know what happens. <laughs> I gotta know how this plays out. I'm gonna be sad, but I gotta know. 
The press and product copy for Finfin fin describes a beautiful dream of child-creature friendship in which you will intimately come to know each other as companions. Oh, no. Each relationship in life is unique. It's the same with Finfin fin because, like a child, he is an independent, unpredictable being with a rich emotional life. He is delighted by kindness and saddened by cruelty. If someone shouts at him, he might squeal with fear and retreat to the safety of his nest. Oh. But if a child is nice to him, Finfin fin might launch into acrobatic flying dances or burst into song parentheses. He knows more than 60 haunting melodies. Over time, he and the child can become close friends. But for some reason, I just didn't have the social or emotional equipment to understand the cues that Finfin fin was giving off or how to respond in order to develop that close friendship. Oh, no. This is an autism trap. <laughs> yes! This is your first... Yes! <laughs> it cracked my egg of a different nature. <laughs> oh, no, buddy! <laughs> I understand now. Yeah. Oh, sweet thing. Um... Oh, I could also imagine, like, 90s microphones aren't good. Yeah. So if, if you're a little kid excited... You're being very kind to me right now. <laughs> no, no. If you're... I'm... I'm tell, If you're really excited, and I know little Al was probably fucking... <laughs> this was their jam. I could tell, like, the volume of your voice was probably very loud. And if all the fucking stupid 90s <laughs> AI's reading is, like... How... What your... The tone of voice is? I don't know. No? I don't know. Well, who knows? My experience of playing Finfin fin on Teo the Magic Planet was probably more analogous to Night Trap, watching voyeuristically from afar as if through a live camera feed to a magical world to which I simply could not connect. I saw Finfin fin from a distance. He would not say hello to me, he would not come closer, and he would not sing or eat the lemo fruits I offered. It was raining on Teo the Magic Planet, the riverbank was empty, and I was alone. <laughs> They've, they've had it, folks. Oh they simply had it. Al, this is life-changing. I, I understand you. We've known each other for so long. And sometimes, like, how, why is Al? And now I know why is Al. Now I understand. Yeah. Oh, did you figure out... Did. Did your parents try to problem solve? A little bit, but eventually we were just like, I guess it just doesn't really work that well. But you, to but me personally. To me, I was like, he doesn't like me. I understand why. <laughs> That's so reasonable for a little 10-year-old to think. <laughs> yeah. God. And we didn't have the internet back then. Well, well kind of. We kind of did, yeah. But not like... No, you. We couldn't YouTube like exactly right. How to make my dolphin friend like me? Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> we could. We didn't have Google back then. Mm -hmm. So it was difficult. Oh no. It was frankly a prelude to the pubescent trials I was about to undergo a few years <laughs> oh, no. later in junior high. A new world steeped in confusion and a constant feeling of wrong-footed discomfort. In that way, it was extremely realistic. <laughs> Unfortunately, the problem with creating believable artificial light is that sometimes. They're just not that into you. <laughs> and if you're a socially awkward child, it's a hard pill to swallow. Yeah, man. Fin Fin on Teo the Magic Planet has since become something of an internet cult sensation. Really? I've I, never heard of this. I discovered that by coming across his image on Tumblr <gasps> and being immediately thrown into a spiral. <laughs> I can see why! <laughs> but also it led me to discover Fin Fin parentheses Come and See Him, the four-track progressive house album that was released concurrently with a video game. What? Featuring earworms such as Fin Fin Come and See Him, Fin Fin Come and See Him, Club Mix, and Fin Fin Get Ready for Your Best Friend, Club Mix. Is this what you've been listening to? It has been stuck in my no! head. And I have had a low-level migraine for several days. 
<laughs> but I would love to read some lyrics from the title track that encapsulate my experience. Okay. <laughs> Come follow me. We will make a trip. And you will find something new that goes cheap, cheap, cheap. You will love him the first time. He's so hip. You will love him. Love him. Fin Fin, my little friend, he's so sweet. And when he's hungry, he needs some fruit to eat. So when I'm left all alone in the midnight heat, I go crazy, crazy. That's the part I relate to. The rest of the song mostly consists of saying he's your best friend, which, as you now know, is not an experience I can speak to. <laughs> I'm not laughing at your pain. I know. I'm laughing with you. <laughs> I'm as, laughing. As an adult in our mid-30s. <laughs> Going, well, fucked wow, up. Wow, gee. <laughs> Huh? Wow. <laughs> Never mind all that. <laughs> oh, my God. The game was directed and produced by Makoto Tezuka, eldest son of the godfather of manga and beret aficionado oh. Osamo Tezuka, who created Astro Boy and Kimba the White Lion. Yeah. There is a museum in Takarazuka, Japan, dedicated to Osamo Tezuka's life's work, which I have been to, <gasps> though I was not aware of the connection at the time. Oh, also, a 2014 article on Sora News 24 reported that his daughter Rumiko had opened a drawer in Osamu's desk that had been locked since his death more than 25 years earlier. The article is titled, Daughter of Osamu Tezuka, God of Manga, Discovers His Stash of Hand-Drawn Sexy Mouse Artwork. <laughs> Back on board. Among other things, like <laughs> a, a half-eaten piece of chocolate and a handwritten essay about Akira creator Katsuhiro Otomo. The drawer contained a huge number of erotic anthropomorphic sketches. So that's fun. Of mice? Of mice. Sexy got a mice. Tom and Jerry's thing going on. Or just Jerry, I guess. Uh, Tomina. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Now, the commercial. Well, I'll, I'll be Googling this you later. And you should. <laughs> and you should. I will share a link. Okay, excellent. Now, the commercial I've selected for us to watch, perplexing as it is, has some special aspects I want to point out. Okay. Directed by Hideki Kuroda, the ad was released on New Year's Eve just prior to the release of the game. Okay. Titled Another Earth in Me, the short film style commercial features Japanese performer Akihira Miwa. While Miwa is playing a masculine character here, he's one of Japan's oldest and most famous drag performers, starting his career in the 1950s as a lounge singer inspired by great Whoa. French singers like Edith Piaf. Okay. A survivor of the Nagasaki atomic bombing, Miwa came what? out in the 1960s as gay, becoming one of Japan's first LGBT celebrities. This, so this is, is a like lot. Wow. Iconic Japanese drag queen. Talking about Fin Fin. Talk about Fin Fin. <laughs> well, or not. <laughs> okay, am I going to see Fin Fin? Do you want to come and see him? I, I do. I want to <laughs> beat him up for not being your friend. Okay. <laughs> Let's come and see him. Let's come and see him. You can come and see him in our sources. <laughs> if, with us. If you want. If you want if to. If you want to. If he's into it. I don't know. <laughs> he might not be. We'll return after these messages. Welcome back to the show. I don't think your parents should have let you play with that video game. <laughs> so that was a Japanese commercial? Yeah. The, the game is made by, uh, yeah, 
a Japanese uh, video game company. And we saw just a brief. Just the smallest little moment of Fin Fin. We're in... We're we're on the Great White Way, and it is it is Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. That's the vibes we got. We It is, yeah. There is a the most handsome Dracula. Yes. He, his eyebrows could pierce me. Mm-hmm. His, mm-hmm. his cheekbones, no wonder he's a drag queen. Yeah. And I, there is a story with this. Yeah. That is, one can't deduce. There's a, so they're in, they're in this. It's like a junk shop. It is kind of like a junk shop and he has a key. Yeah. And he puts it in a crystal. He inserts it into a crystal. And then there's a lady and she's going into a Stargate. Yeah. And it's kind of like, and then they go into another world. Yes. And there's like two seconds of a dolphin that flies. Yes. And that's it. Like, and then I think later she's a little girl. I don't know. And then there's a little girl and there's like an ink splot that says T.O., which is who makes the... No, it's the name of the world. Oh, it's the name of the world. Tao the Magic Planet. Oh, I didn't put two and two together because I don't care. Uh, <laughs> Slay. <laughs> this is too much lore. I'm sorry. For a kid's game. Yes. Can I look up Fin Fin? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can I look up what the... Do you want to see the music video? I don't, actually. I just, No, actually, I don't. Can I, I, I did look up the yeah. cover. Yeah. Um, and I do want to talk about it. Oh, I hate it so much. Um, it is a bird body, but the bird body's wings are dolphin flippers. The bird body is completely featherless. Mm-hmm. It is slick. It is blubberous. And there is a dolphin head, but it's very, um, it's got a little, oh God, it's awful. It's. <laughs> it's sitting with no neck on top of this bird body. It looks like you should shoot it in the head to put it out of its misery. Wow. Um, <laughs> and boy, does it have a head you could shoot. <laughs> so bulbous. The head of a master. You know one. what, bud? You don't need to be this fucking thing's friends. It's a horrid little creature. Thank you. This so is that what That's what the screen, screen looks like, yeah. And it just would never come close to you. Yeah, he was always, you know, flying around. Or... Did it change screens? Yeah, so that... there were like a bunch of different locations. Okay. So you didn't know which one he'd be in, you'd have to go find him. He's so hip. Is that what he sounded like? Oh, okay. no. Okay, I've had enough of that. You can put that away. <laughs> you're desperate. You're desperate for anyone else to hear it. You can put it at the end just so everyone hears it. <laughs> Al wanted me. Al, Al wanted. I said stop, and I was like, but wait. No, I tried to turn my phone off, oh, and it okay. just kept going. Okay, okay. <laughs> I hate this little creature. Okay. Uh, I appreciate that. Beat it up. It, you know what? That's not. The commercial was dope. Yeah. And I think if I, can I tell you, if I saw that commercial as a kid and yeah. I bought this stupid video game and it's five screens of different settings and a little, little freak <laughs> that flies around and eep eeps at you, yeah. I'd be furious. 
I don't think. I mean, I don't think my parents ever saw the commercial. No, no, no. It's, but, um, it's, but but if I, <laughs> I'd be furious. I mean, I will say at the age that I am at now. Yeah. I find the the um, I I find the connections that already exist in my life more interesting than the game itself. Oh, for sure. That's the most. And interesting obviously, part. I now have a fulfilling. Uh, fulfilling relationships with a group of friends that yeah. are very near and dear to me. Yeah. So don't feel too bad. I'm going to eep eep over <laughs> here. Eep eep. What else can we say about this little freak? Um, <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe I feel defensive. Yeah. Because he did a hurt you. I think that's, you know what, that's understandable and appreciated. And I want to be his little face <laughs> maybe he has a punchable face yeah. i think that's it it's true i have i'm prone to punching things that look like that <laughs> dolphins mostly <laughs> it's 2024 what are we gonna do with this little guy ah uh, they're re-releasing him okay he's back for he's the gonna Tumblr be girlies. he's gonna be a screensaver <laughs> he's gonna be an interactive on your smartphone okay I think I think people like games like this. Where, yeah, definitely. Where you don't have to be playing it all the time, but you can play it like every you know couple hours. You're sitting on the john. You're taking a shit. Like Animal can, Crossing. Yeah, like it. Well, no, like I'm just you know those clicker games yeah. too, right? Where it takes time to do things, so you can't oh, yeah, play you it can't all the just time. Just constantly be going. Can't constantly do it. Yeah, I, I think those are popular. Yeah. I like them too. I like them too. Yeah. So I think that's what it has to be. Okay. It's a it's a game you buy on your phone. It can be on your phone. You play it while shitting. It's Finfin. Fin. Mm-hmm. He's here. He looks exactly the same. Okay. But he negs you. <laughs> no! I can't take that. <laughs> this is like, you know those like masculine, like, what's it? The boyfriends who like... <laughs> This is how you get a girlfriend. Yeah. This is what it is. He's a trad Chad. Yeah, he's a trad Chad. Who's the horrid man who tells the boys what to do and how to get a woman? Oh, Jordan Peterson? No, he doesn't. He does no such oh, thing. Oh, um, the, or the other one, Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate. This is an Andrew Tate. No. Yes. <laughs> this is what I think about Finn Finn. <laughs> Toxic masculinity. He is, it's toxic masculinity. Tox, toxic masculinity. Toxic dolphulinity. <laughs> He 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 berates you every time you go on. He just makes you feel like shit. But yeah. you keep going back to him. <laughs> It'll make a million dollars. Yeah, nope, you're right. You're right. And the commercial is the same. I'm not changing anything. Okay. Because <laughs> I do actually like the the commercial. commercial does slap. It's so good. I want. Oh, actually, the only thing I would do is he would be in drag. Uh, yes, absolutely. Um. But I don't want anyone, I want this product to be a surprise where you buy the product and you're like, oh, it's Finn Finn, he's back. Fun and cute. Why is he, why is he nagging me? (laughs) Why is he making me feel bad? This is my friend. I guess I should keep playing with him. Like, it'll get better, right? Why didn't he tell me I'd look hotter if I lost a few pounds? Finfin. Why does he compare me to all his exes? <laughs> and then, like, there's another commercial, and it's someone's friend, like, talking them out to dump Finfin, like, deleting it off their phone. You gotta. I can't. He'll hurt me if I leave. Jesus It'd be awful. Christ. It's gonna be awful. It's gonna be so rancid. Ugh. But no one will see it coming. Wow. And that's that's what we And need. that's that's core that's the fucking ad ad capitalism, baby. baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I hate you. I hate that I had to do that to Finfin, Fin, but I think he deserves it. Yeah. And I feel 
better. Good. And I hopefully can get this song out of my head now. I hope you sh- you need to. Let's see. You know what? Maybe one of our friends, um, our ad creeps friends. Oh God, it came up on my search and it's still there and I hate him. <laughs> Let's see if one of our ad creeps friends sent us a local ad and maybe it has a jingle that like gets in your head. Okay. Uh, this is from Beck. They sent us something on TikTok. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. We're, look at us in technology. Okay. If you'd like to see this ad, go into our sources. When Barbara and I want to feel peaceful and serene, we turn on our wave. And when we feel lighthearted and sparkling, we turn on our gem light. And when we feel turned on to each other, <laughs> we turn on our lava light. Cast a spell. With products by Lava Simplex, we've got emotion for every emotion. The motion? The motion. Of that ocean? <laughs> Back. Now, I don't know if I was them, if I would have named it Lava Simplex. <laughs> I think it has some connotations. We have a frisky couple. They are. Ooh. Oh, they're they're ready to swing. You can't you can't have the picture drop below their waist because they're doing something. <laughs> it's happening down there. Oof. Okay, have you seen these things? I used the to have, wave. Well, my parents had a lava lamp when lava I was a lamp? kid. Oh, does that mean they? <laughs> well, I guess. At, <laughs> hey, at least thrice. Yeah, at least three times. <laughs> Um, a lava lamp, and there's one that's glitter. Yeah. But the one I'm interested in. Is the, the one that, wave. the wave. Yeah. Wow. Very cool. That's life changing. You know it'll fuck you up if you drink that. <laughs> and I would try to. <laughs> God, I always wondered why people were so obsessed with lava lamps. And then I got high for the first time. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I understand. That's why my parents had one. <laughs> I'm not high at all right now, currently, but I would watch that lamp. Forever. I would watch that wave forever. Yeah. Dang. Beck, thank you. That thank chilled you. me out. That was actually what I needed. The vibes that were rancid with Fin Fin have right, have... We're, they smooth right out. We're right back around, and I really appreciate it. If you have just the chillest local <laughs> ad, you can send it to us at creeps at gmail.com. Can you send it to us on TikTok, too? Yeah, I mean, you could also send sure. it to us on TikTok. Do, Why not? do that. Why I, did, not? I didn't know you could do it, but Beck did it, so hell yeah. Beck, hell yeah, bud. Uh, what else? You can find us, uh, in addition to TikTok, you can find yeah. us on Blue Sky, Instagram. Yeah. Kofi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we, we have Kofi. We have Kofi. Um, and, you know, Al went through some trauma. No. I mean, they did. Yes. Can you send Please. Fin Fin? Uh, if you were friends with Fin Fin, you need to send reconciliation <laughs> no. to Al. That's not accurate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm calling it. Uh. If you were friends with that dirtbag dolphin. <laughs> I actually want to know. Can someone email us? Actually, honestly, if if you were friends with Finfin, Fin, a friend of Finfin, Fin, <laughs> now that. that means you're a bisexual now. Um, please email us. I want to know your experience <laughs> with this dumb dolphin. Maybe the thing was no one could be friends with him. Well, I think it just took a lot of patience. And you did not have that. As someone, someone with a lot of undiagnosed whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Not a chance. Oh, wait. This. Hold on. <laughs> 
stop the podcast. <laughs> this changes everything. Are you saying your experience was probably you went on once? No. That's, okay. It was a lot. There a was lot. There was a concerted effort. Okay. 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 Just checking. Because when you said that, <laughs> I thought you were trying to once. I spent like hours and hours playing pets. Like, yeah, for and sure. And I also spent a long time playing Fin Fin. And then it just made Nothing. me sad, so I stopped playing. <laughs> Do you remember when you stopped playing it? No. No. Okay. The moment. The memories yeah. are so thin on on the edge of my mind. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, I'm going to flush my memories down the toilet. Okay. Until next time, we are signing, signing off. But first, it weren't for my spouse. Is that what he sounded like? Yeah, more or less. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> You're your own fin fin now. <laughs> Be your own fin fin.